welcome back to the Teach Happier podcast. I'm Suzanne Daly, your delighted host. Let's get into the healthiest headspace and heart space for our upcoming week working in schools, whatever our important role may be. Last week, we heard reflections from the group that positive psychologists claim are the happiest demographic, women 65 and older. And we learned that they have the freedom and permission to get closer to their passions and farther away from the judgment of others. Amazing. If you're interested in learning more wisdom from women with life experience, I just heard about Julia Louis-Dreyfus's upcoming podcast called Wiser Than Me. It's 10 episodes of her interviewing women in their 70s and 80s. I can't wait for it to come out. So this week, well, I am tired. So, so tired. And I know you are too. Everything is routine. I want it to be warmer and stay warmer. And the finish line of this school year is in sight, but it's also still super far away. So yes, to answer your question, I am all up in my feelings. Thank you very much. Now, I wouldn't say that I'm a jealous person, but sometimes I get a little jazzed, if you will. And I find myself looking at other people and saying, must be nice. Now, the words must be nice alone don't sound like I'm upset or jealous, but the tone, well, that indicates otherwise. Some recent examples of must be nice include the following. Seeing a colleague leave right after students dismiss must be nice. Friends scooting to their beach house or for some wonderful vacation far away must be nice. Pat having plenty of time to exercise in the morning for a little self-care must be nice. Those are just a couple of examples from now. And a few years ago, my must be nice chorus was always around the amount of support that other people seem to have with their young kids. Many just had more help and support systems than we did. And yeah, I was really jealous and so, so tired. And I would get angry and I'd say, must be nice. So I wonder if you've ever had that phrase echoing in your head, especially this time in the school year when it's just all so much. If you do, I want you to pause and think about what usually precedes must be nice because I'm going to share something that might flip it right around. Back in November on Glennon Doyle's We Can Do Hard Things podcast, Glennon said something that addresses that phrase of must be nice. And what she said really caused a two degree shift in my thinking and therefore my actions. She said that when we say, oftentimes with exasperation, must be nice, we really should use that as a signal because whatever we observe that makes us say must be nice is more than likely a signal of something we need in our lives. So for example, let's go back to that colleague that leaves right after her students dismiss. When I say must be nice, it actually doesn't have to do with that colleague at all. What it really means is that I think it would be nice to get home to my family earlier. So 
I should ask myself how I can move through my workday so that I too can get out at a reasonable time. And when my friends go to their beach house or fancy vacation, maybe that's a sign that, huh, it would be nice to get away. And I should consider planning some quality time with friends and family and just have some fun. And the next one is so obvious. When I'm envious that Pat has time in the morning to work out, I am quite literally saying that it would be nice to work out in the morning. Update, my friends. I am following my own advice, and a few weeks ago, I made the adjustment to wake up just a tiny bit earlier so that I can work out, and here we are, loving Cody Rigsby. If you know, you know. And finally, I wish back then when I was just dripping with babies and I was becoming so envious of the help that others were getting, I wished I could catch myself when I said, must be nice, so that it told me that it would be nice to have an extra hand every now and then. I could have looked at that as a signal to ask for help because that's what I really needed then. See how we can flip this right around? So our invitation this week is when we find ourselves tired or smack dab in the routine or longing for the next thing and we hear our minds or voices say, must be nice, let's use that as information to discern our next right thing. Doesn't that sound so nice? Small shifts bring the biggest gifts. We'll see you next week. Dates for virtual and in-person professional development and welcome back keynotes are filling up quickly. So if your school district is interested in kicking off the new school year with an in-person or virtual Teach Happier keynote, workshop session, or book study, please reach out at SuzanneDaily.com.